two hosts. Tell me the most interesting thing on your mind right now. Sorry, I, 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 I was working on something. What was that? Two guests. You know, you guys really suck. Why is the floor wet? One inept producer. I'm just saying, you guys don't have that same thing before sex? I've got a checklist. Four intriguing topics. They talk, you listen. Disappointment follows. Welcome to That Was Disappointing. Remember to tip your veal and try the waitress. favorite topics of all time yeah link yeah you go zelda <laughs> we're talking about video games we're gonna nerd out for the next 50 some minutes and just talk about games 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 games, games. and it's great and uh i'm so excited so you got me back as always art got my co-host joe i'm here he's there he's not excited he does not like to play games what he does like to do is spend lots of money on systems that he then turns over to his child to play instead of himself. Uh, Kenny. Yes. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Nope, just going to railroad you, dude. The reason why I'm not as excited <laughs> about games nowadays is because whenever I'm playing, my kid immediately wants to play, and what he wants to play is Lego video games. So so that is my life nowadays. Lego What's wrong games. with that? I think he misses stealing cars and killing hookers. Yes. What's wrong with that? And also, you know, beheading weird creatures with your Witcher sword. You might as well teach them early. There you go. Uh, So there's Joe. And that was just Ken talking, our producer. Hey, how how you doing, guys? All right. Good. And we have some guests. We have a returning guest, Tim, which if anybody could have seen this video, they'd laugh at because he's got a wonderful virtual face on. (laughs) Tim, how are you doing? I'm doing excellent. Hello, everybody. Hello. And Hello. we got a new dude to the to the dais here, Robert. How you doing, Robert? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. You like his games? name is Robert Wagner, but he's not the actor. Yep, no relation. I'm, I'm actually a junior. Fair enough. <laughs> and my dad is about <laughs> the same age as the actor. Just just break break the illusion, man. We were really going to bank on that. You could have been our Hollywood connection. This could have been the We Have the Son of Robert Wagner episode. That could have been. been. You can still put that in the title because it is still correct. Dude, that's true. Son of Robert Wagner. You know, my wife still pokes fun at me because I thought that Donald Glover was Danny Glover's kid. He is. You know, I thought that for a hot second when he first came out on the scene in community, and I was just like, but wait a minute, the math doesn't quite add up. Don, you know, Danny Glover would be a lot older, or he's too old, but you know, hey, it's Hollywood. They they have all sorts of kids at different ages. So oh well, let's talk about what we're drinking. Let's loop backwards through this. So, Robert, what have you got to imbibe on during this this adventure? I got a lovely monster. Oh, yeah. did you hear that crack? I like a lovely monster. That's right. White only. Slow clap. The sugar, the sugar free. Is that what that is? Oh, yeah. Sugar free, calorie free, all that stuff. There you go. The absolute zero. And what about you, uh, Digital Tim? Uh, I'm drinking some Star Hill Brewery, a little red rooster coffee cream stout, and it is delicious. Well, coming from that goon I'm staring at, I'd have to believe it. I think it's the fucking cigar in his mouth or whatever that is. It's just getting me. I can't stop looking at it. I don't know if I'm I think I'm jealous and I can't tell. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. I'm I'm really confused right now. Um uh, Ken, what do you got? Uh this is um an IPA out of uh Sweetwater Brewing Company in Atlanta, Georgia. It's called IPA or is it have it, it says don't float the mainstream on the top but I think it's just their IPA so it has no name of funness well we'll just call it the don't float the whatever you just said mainstream there you go Leximus Maximus it's been a hell of a week uh, so I'm just kind of <laughs> pouring a, a bunch of JD and cherry coke into this red solo cup so um there, there, there's a very real possibility that I'm going to be pretty loopy 
by episode's end, and I will be telling you which which video game characters I would rail. <laughs> please, uh, I mean, please. you're assuming that's not somebody's topic already. Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This isn't Star Wars. This isn't the Star Wars episode. Yeah, we don't have we don't have Al on this or Chachi. That's right, Al. If you're listening, you know what's up. Um, okay, and uh, for me, I am back to my Writer's Tears Whiskey, which I will invariably follow up with a Guinness, and then I'm thinking an 805, so that's what I got. So, let's get this some bitch started, shall we? All right, so video games. My question for all of you is, what game changed gaming or defined it for you? You know, like, what game showed you what could be possible and and this could be something brand new where it you know a game broke or redefined the the technology of storytelling or interactivity or it could be an old school one that just sort of like you know just set the stage so for me this is i i grew up and i'm by the way when i say video games we're including computer games on this shit because as far as i'm concerned those are video games too not just talking about tv consoles uh for me Goes back to the old point-and-click adventures of Sierra, in particular, Leisure Suit Larry. And I'm going to start even before the point-and-click one. I'm talking about the OG CGA walking around, using your directional arrows, and typing the commands. Leisure Suit Larry playing it as a child, which is not something I should have been able to do, but my dad really didn't care. He didn't sit there and look over my shoulder wondering what the fuck are you playing, you know, playing. Instead, uh, we just got the game off one of those bulletin boards that were around and uh, got the little manual so I could look it up. And sometimes I'd call out to my dad saying, hey, because there's a quiz in the beginning to make sure you're over 18 to play this game. So that's how I learned about who Rush Limbaugh was and Ronald Reagan at the very, very tender age of like 10 or 11. Uh, yes, look in the toilet was always a good thing to type in. And um, later on in the series, Milk the Beaver was another good one too. That was in Leisure Suit Larry, Love uh, Love for Sale. <laughs> yes. um, so yeah, Not Leisure Suit Larry cheese. did it. And I, I think it, that was sort of my gateway game to all the other Sierra because I just fell in love with that format. I mean, I had a Nintendo and those were fun games. They were amazing games, you know, and I, you know, then later on I did Sega and Super Nintendo and stuff and the old school Atari, but there was just something about these adventure games where, you know, it took what you could do on a, on a console and just upgraded it, obviously because it's a PC where you could type and you could have seemingly unlimited interaction with the world. And that just blew my mind. So for me, Leisure Suit Larry, um that was that was the one that got me uh that's what started it um you know let's go to robert robert how about you oh uh there's been a lot of games that have kind of changed what my thoughts were on video games but i think my number one would be mario 64 Ooh, good nice. one. and very good that one. was like my first like 3d video game kind of thing and i just remember being a kid sitting in a beanbag chair on the floor playing that game just like this is amazing like this is the best graphics i've ever seen in my entire life like i can't believe i can jump and do a 360 and spin the camera around it was just amazing nice. <laughs> like I, i've never had that same feeling like you kind of get that like feeling in your chest when you're playing i've never had that feeling again in another oh, game yeah. I, I i'll be honest i've also have that game as far as 3d games like the transition from 2d to 3d that game really just uh it was it was the defining it was the the, the rosetta stone for every game that came after it <laughs> oh and, and and i don't yeah. know if you guys have the nintendo switch or not but they actually came out with a game a couple you, you know actually just last year um that was like a three in one um it was super mario 64 yeah Super Mario 64, uh, Super Mario Sunshine, which was out on the GameCube, and Super Mario Galaxy. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's all three in one. And, you know, it got some grief because it it, it was basically a direct remake. So it's, you know, it's, it's, it, it wasn't like updated graphics or anything else. You know, yeah, you still had there, it's issue. a port is what it was. It, yeah. Exactly, exactly. But... The thing is, is that who cares? It, it's all three games. Uh, you know, it's it's all three games in one. It's perfect as is. Who cares? It's you know, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I mean, it it wasn't even a port. It was just a straight emulation. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yep. And I played the crap out of it when I got it and beat them all three in like a week. <laughs> nice. Amazing. I guess I uh, can go ahead and go next since I've already uh since I've already spoken here. I, I will actually go with um a game I would probably have to go with one of the games that I've poured like hundreds of hours into. And so <laughs> there there's only a few games that kind of fit that criteria, but I would have to go, believe it or not, with a relatively new release, and that is Red Dead Redemption 2. Um I uh so um the first when they first revealed that Red Dead Redemption 2 was going to be a prequel to the original a lot of people were like what the fuck is Rockstar doing Rockstar being the being the 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 house that puts these games out and um, I can talk a little you know I'm not going to get too far in in the spoilers here although I do know that that art (laughs) finally has completed the spoiler alert and he actually texted me when he did just to say, oh, my, oh, my effing God, I, I can't believe everything that happened. But it was yep. it, that game. That game shook me. It was it, it honestly has one of the greatest protagonist of all time in Arthur Morgan. Um, I think a lot of people knew that a lot of the characters from this game, because it was a prequel, uh, weren't going to weren't going to survive the game because obviously they're they are not mentioned in the original game. But man, it was even though you had an inkling of a few of the things that would happen uh, along the way and who would live and who would die, it was just it was just jaw dropping. Just the entire story, save the part that took sands the part that took place in guarma just because that kind of sucked but but <laughs> you didn't like having else. a little sojourn on the beach <laughs> uh, i mean no, it, it, no. i i, <laughs> but, I tell you what it certainly changed things up <laughs> I, I didn't else, know where the fuck the story was going in that part <laughs> <laughs> everything else was awesome uh micah is one of the great villains in video game history uh, spoiler alert uh it, it just it's, well he's a douchebag it's hard not to imagine yeah. being a, you know and and the fact that john marston who was the protagonist in the original red dead redemption is kind of shown to be a bumbling buffoon it actually works <laughs> quite well and yeah. i love the fact that if you wait you know that if you get through the credits that it kind of leads directly into the uh original red dead it was just a masterpiece from beginning to end that's my that's my answer here yeah exactly Tim, what right. do you think? so i could probably spend an entire podcast just talking on this one subject but i'll try to be brief um i'll start by saying everything all of you have said has has been absolutely same page with me uh, mario 64 was like the the real transition into 3d just because it's like it had the really tight controls that a lot of other games being developed on like playstation one and things like that did not have and it was fantastic it was a great way to bring people to 3d um as far as stuff that hasn't been mentioned yet um probably super metroid is is one of the greatest games of all time in my opinion it really showcased what the super nintendo could do it was really original design the music was fantastic it just blew my mind in so many different ways Um, but i also did a ton of pc gaming uh back pretty much through my whole life and games on there that really really stand out for like ones that kind of did things for me uh in terms of like changing my perspective uh doom and doom 2 um mm, yeah a, because they're oh, just wow. awesome but b yeah, because they were they are the first games that really got me into the modding scene and like uh actually building content for games um and then of course um i played a ton of the x-wing and tie fighter games as well oh gosh yeah space simulation and those and the flight and everything and like they, it was just so far ahead of its time it was brilliant um yeah that that's pretty much it for uh for for, for my time now anyway like i said i could go on for the whole show <laughs> nice i i i don't know if this will you know as much as i love red dead and it is the game that you know that you know you know it, it is the game that changed gaming for me i i do want to differentiate here between like like the game that that changed gaming and the best game of all time you you you, just because as much as i love red dead 
Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past will always be my. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So, so definitely just want to to air that. I Um, I think that ET um, Atari was on the Atari. Yeah. Existed. Yeah. You dig them out of the landfill. Someone did. Somebody did. They went back and found that dirty, dirty shame and then sold them for lots of money. Yeah. Kenny, how would you score this, my friend? Oh, man. Um, this is going to be a hard episode for me because uh, <laughs> what she said. video gaming. Um, Just roll some dice and give it out arbitrarily. So That's for right. me, the game that changed everything for me, just so I could, if I could put that out there, um, was a game called EverQuest. Oh, God. Oh, EverQuest. On the PC. Yeah. This is on the PC. And this uh. is in 1999. This is the one of the first games that required a 3d accelerator this is Hmm. before you had video cards you know you just like hope that your computer did what it did either way this thing required a 3d accelerator this game changed my life we would talk about places in this game like it was a real place and people who didn't play the game were like where is this and we're like it's an everquest (laughs) go play it you know but um go ahead kenny i'm sorry uh i'm gonna have to say that uh, tim's gonna get the points on this one oh yeah, he, men- he mentioned two games for me. He mentioned two games for me that were one of the best ever, and that's uh, X-Wing and TIE Fighter. That- that's a great series. Should have just um, played the fucking Star Wars card with you, man. <laughs> I, no, no, but these games were really, really good. The TIE Fighter series is specifically, because that came after mm. the X-Wing series, it had a great story where you were like, going against the empire in in by working for the emperor like directly like like the the the, the, the antagonist was almost just the rebels and the the, the empire anyway it was great. You mean it was yeah. a and, and, and technologically speaking it was just really impressive I yeah to, oh dude absolutely i had to get my hands on on some some uh like eight meg uh ram upgrades for my dude, boot uh, disc <laughs> yeah boot yeah. disc like I had to make sure i was using the ems memory i need my know. mouse i need to rim out this i can't i don't need this crap i'm not loading windows so i don't need any of this stuff so you know you basically had though. to be an it professional to be able need to the play sound the card yeah right dude, it was great okay so tim gets what, the points what was it that kenny would say for what you just you guys just talked about you guys are nerds yeah <laughs> all right so let me pull down the super metroid theme okay i do have to say that i almost failed high school because of everquest <laughs> <laughs> kenny what yeah. is the game that i i believe it's in the same mold as everquest but it's like world of warcraft if you're a griefer, no, 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 it's not well. But basically, if you're a griefer or a troll, like you get banished to a a a quote unquote bad server, and like you're always stuck there. I, I am not familiar with that. Sounds like some Ultima Online stuff. Yeah, I say right they did stuff like that in a couple of different uh, MMO games. Ultima Online, you could basically get jailed yeah. or banned like that. But I don't uh, know specific. I remember Shadow Bane. I think it might have been Shadowbane did something. I don't can't remember. It's it's been a long okay. time. I could probably <laughs> research that for you real quick, but okay. you don't pay me enough. Yeah. No, no, we definitely don't, and uh, we don't have enough time for it either. Yeah, we're way uh, over. speaking of time. I'm gonna go with the one named Time minus the E. That's Tim. All right. So my uh, subject is I want to know about what is your like proudest gaming moment, your your big achievement in gaming that uh, that. That was something epic and awesome that you you still you know will remember for the rest of your days. Um, I've played tons of games. I've I've gotten like the platinum achievements on some PlayStation games. I've you know done really really pretty impressive stuff in PvP on occasion. I mean I'm not like awesome, but I've had some really really clutch plays here and there. But I have to say I think probably the proudest achievement, the thing that's always going to stick with me, I remember is in Wave Race '64. I managed to finish a race with zero points it's funny because it's like the stupidest lamest most boring thing i possibly could have done but it was really (laughs) really hard you have to do zero tricks like you have to go through every single gate right as time is running out if you have even like any time on their left you'll get some points and like my friend adam who whose house i was at when i did this like still brings it up to this day because i spent hours trying to do this and, and actually managed to pull it off 
Wow. Nice. Very nice. nice. That was a great game, too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do, you, do you know what's fascinating is somebody actually broke the world record recently for beating the original Super Mario Brothers. And I watched a YouTube video about it. And it was like, you know, they they had like a coronary because they were able, when they made one of the jumps, they were able to go one pixel. That is one pixel farther than anyone previously has ah. before. And that's how, you know, we shaved an entire second off. And, wow. and, and, and this is what was so crazy uh, about this world record. Was this one of the machine-assisted runs, or was it actually just... No, a- no, 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 no. It was somebody doing it, you know, there, you know, nice. with no aid whatsoever. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I would actually have to say, uh, <laughs> you, you guys are going to think that I'm... Uh, them a broken record here uh but i <laughs> but i swear to god that in my next topic just because the next topic is mine i will not talk about red dead redemption 2 there i promise <laughs> however i am going to talk about it here the reason being is because i was so incredibly proud when i earned the legend of the east outfit and the only way you could get that was by getting level 10 in every single category and i did exploit a cheat ooh uh because Cheater. the the no 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 because in uh <laughs> without going into spoilers um let's just say that you play as a different character in the epilogue and so typically you can only get this outfit in the epilogue and i didn't want that character to wear the outfit <laughs> Because I loved Arthur Morgan as much as I did, yeah. so so I uh, you know but but just so you all know you know Arthur Morgan is totally fine. He's relaxing on a beach in Guam somewhere, Spoiler right? Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, but but no, I um, I had to I had to exploit something that allowed you to get into Blackwater while you were still playing as Arthur Morgan because up until that point, uh, the moment you crossed over, you were shot dead. Uh, so there was an exploit that has been fixed, unfortunately, uh, which prevents you from doing it. Um, but I was able to exploit that. I was able to get the outfit as Arthur Morgan. It took me a long, long, long time, but, uh, it was worth it. And it was a pretty snazzy darn outfit too, if I do say so myself. And these are the challenges, right? You're talking about level 10 and each of the challenges. So what was like the, just in a nutshell, what was the exploit? Was there like a way to get around the map or something? Like (laughs) I've seen online where you can actually travel into Mexico by going through this really weird long path from the top and circumventing the entire map to go to Mexico that you can't go to in the game. If I remember correctly, and like I said, it has been patched, so you can't do it now, but there was a mission in St. Denis where you're in a graveyard and oh, yeah. door, you know where you're trying to avoid the cops at the end of the mission. However, if you keep on getting caught by them, uh, you basically get kind of a uh, basically if you get caught and you run away. And like I said, it's been a while since I played the game. You can actually ride down to Blackwater, and it's you know you you aren't insta killed the moment you cross over. Interesting. So it, so that's what I did. Um, and, um, you know, I should not be proud to be an exploiter or, but I just wanted Arthur to wear that snazzy outfit. What can I say? You're playing him off. Is that what that is? Well, Kenny, you typed a warning time in there. (laughs) (laughs) I, I do that every topic. Let's actually, but I saw there was something in your eyes this time. You're just like, you can't see my eyes. I can see your eyes. You're not that stoned. <laughs> Look at you. Well, who wants to go next? Robert well, I'm, I'm talking already, so I might as well. Okay. Um, I will say, oh, uh, it, it goes back to college. And it, it, was, it was when we would play Half-Life 2 on the dorm floor land. And we would just get into these epic mm. battle royales. And I ended up becoming quite a devious sniper. 
And I was also, I think I'm trying to remember the other category. I think I was, it was an engineer. Is that the one that was bomb focused or bomb heavy? I can't remember exactly, but there was another guy that you could toss out, make or toss out bombs and place them strategically. Both of those, I ended up really pissing everybody else on the floor off because I just kept getting them. So that was a proud moment in gaming for me, but what has been my elusive white whale and would, would really set me right to push up daisies and consider my life completed is if I could finally, finally fucking beat who frame Roger rabbit on Nintendo. Oh yes. my God. I have yes. gone through that game so many times and oh always God. in the final scene with the fucking dip. Dude, that game always is gets hard. Me. I mean, for a while it, it was, I remember I have very, very vivid memories of playing that as a kid on the Nintendo and just getting like I it was weird because as a kid I didn't get that frustrated. I was just like, oh well, whatever, and start again. And it's fun because here's Eddie Valiant punching weasels or whatever the fuck's going on, driving Benny around the city and looking for clues. But it wasn't until I got older and I bought this emulator that has a shit ton of uh you know vintage games in it that I tried to play it again. And as an adult, I got really frustrated. <laughs> so there's an interesting and wonderful disconnect between like what how children could be with a game and how an yeah. adult could be so anyway teenage proudest was going through and, and <laughs> but i'm looking forward to beating who frame roger rabbit so yeah i think we wow. still need to hear from robert yeah that, that roger rabbit really brought back a memory for me i totally forgot about how frustrating that game was <laughs> and i had codes all over the house written on every surface of the house yeah right save states <laughs> wow um yeah there's there's so many like little things that like i was like crowning moments of of uh gaming like we used to have a, a cyber cafe back in got 99 2000 somewhere it's right when uh counter-strike just came out and we would load 16 people into that cyber cafe overnight and play counter-strike all night long and to be like the champion of that was like a crowning moment um because you play you know 50, 60 games, and then whoever won the most games, like won for the night. And that was that was a crowning moment. But I think it's also a toss-up between that, the very first Mario Brothers, trying to beat that as a kid. Oh, and yeah. you couldn't save it. So we just leave the, the Nintendo on for <laughs> weeks at a time. <laughs> and then, you know, my mom would come in and turn it off. Yeah. Oh, no. We've lost yes. everything. And the, uh, the Water Temple in Zelda, um, <laughs> Ocarina of Time. Oh Water gosh, temple. and and the ice temple from uh, uh, Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past. Yeah, the ice palace. No, nobody is. Open up another drink Shit. real quick. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't think I ever played that one. Oh no, it was yeah, it was. I, I don't have words. That's <laughs> <laughs> like I am just overcome. Well, you know what? I'm just going to take this one real quick and just be like, uh, everybody gets equal points here because we've all have experienced hardships in video games <laughs> and uh, and we all deserve points here because of it. Uh, I personally, I, um, I would have to say that even beyond all of the stuff that I experienced as a child, beating Super Mario Brothers, Link to the Past, uh, all the Zelda games, all that stuff, my greatest feelings of achievements have come from catching them all in Pokemon because you have to catch them all. They tell you, you have to. And if you don't, you don't feel that. And I did. And I felt that. So, and now I have it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you're kidding or not. God damn it. I, at fourth gen, I had caught them all. So, but have you ever caught a shiny? Yes, I have more than one. You guys are nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, <laughs> Joe. Lost. It's your turn. How drunk are you? Uh, yeah, you know I'm getting there. Um, <laughs> so, yes. so, so my question does not. Uh, the answer will not be Red Dead Redemption Two this time. I promise you. We'll wait I, and see. 
<laughs> my question is um at first i was going to say let's say you're on a desert island but then i realized if you're on a desert island you're not going to have electricity so you know well you might didn't you ever watch gilligan's island they got the coconut crank and shit like that together. yeah yeah i got you all right let's say you can only play one video game for the rest of your life and of course it has to be a game that has already come out um and it, it is only that one game what is the game that you choose and uh i would have to say and i believe that game informer when they ran a story a couple years ago about the 100 greatest games of all time they actually had this as number one if i recall correctly and uh that is the Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Um, it is a, yeah, it would probably get a little boring after a while, but it, it is so massive. There is There are so many stories, areas. I think that if I had to play it forever, that I would be able to take breaks long enough, especially if mods were a thing, which they are, in, in the Elder Scrolls, even on consoles, you can have mods. You just, if you're using mods, you can't have achievements. Um, but um, I think it would never get boring. And uh, it, it is uh, one of the greatest games of all time. It is, uh, has has everyone here on the panel played that game, I take it? Yes. Okay. And, and for your question, and does in it also VR. include, does it, yeah, exactly. Does it also include the DLC? yes it would oh good that does expand the the world by you know but the thing is but the thing is too is that with the mods there is dlc you know there is dlc with the mods too if you think about it just because they have you know these mods have you know huge expansions like i mean there's actually one out now where in elder where in skyrim you can actually go back to tamriel and play in bruma for like this huge expansion this is a mod out now. So, I mean, it, you know, I don't think I, I would ever get bored playing that game. Interesting. That is my answer here. Hmm. Would you like to go next? Tim's avatar seems to be doing some sort of weird spaz <laughs> thing. So maybe that's either Tim's having a, a fit of ticks or he's like really ready to answer this. I can't tell. No, I'm, I'm, I'm having a hell of a time trying to figure out my answer because there's just so many factors to go into it because... I was thinking either something that's got so much good, like, like, well, assuming I have like an internet connection on this desert Island, like good, like online, like multiplayer ability <laughs> that it doesn't that matter. Island it's, with multiplayer. it's like never tell anybody you're on an Island. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. part of the like, deal. It's like, no, no, that's, that's paradise right there. Yeah. No, like, um, like and please don't say Fortnite here. Tim, please don't say Fortnite. <laughs> no, I'm not, I am not a Fortnite guy. Um, or, or something that has, um, you know, like a lot of uh, like procedurally generated content, but I actually I think I'm gonna say, and, and I'm sure this would change if the, the the player base wasn't there or the content stopped coming out. But a game I'm playing a lot of right now um, and just really can't get enough of is uh, Hunt Showdown. I know you said that's say Fortnite uh, because you know it's Fortnite, <laughs> but um, this is technically a battle royale, but it's a really really good twist on the genre because the way they do it, it's like a pvp ve because there's all these uh monsters and things and the whole point is to like basically kill a boss monster get the bounty token from it and extract off the map without you know getting killed by some of the other players and it's i don't know it just it, it checks a lot of the right boxes for me in terms of like competitive multiplayer games it's like i'm kind of picky on those so hence my being like yeah fortnite but um it's 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 set in a really interesting setting it's like just a post-civil war but it's obviously a fictionalized world where there's like monsters and things and it's in louisiana and the swamps and uh it's it's got really cool weaponry that's mostly based on real world stuff but has just enough like weird stupid stuff in it to like make it a little different and it's i don't know there's there's just so much about it I can play match after match after match after of that. And even if I don't do well, like if I just get my ass handed to me, I still tend to have a hell of a time with it. So that's probably uh, going to be my answer for this one. And I have, I have not even heard of this game. What's it called again? I haven't either. Hunt Showdown. Yeah, it hasn't had a lot of marketing, unfortunately. They just recently released um, 
some new patches. They added a new boss monster to it. Um, they added new custom ammunition. Like, so there's like all kinds of cool shit you can do, like put uh, flush that rounds in your shotgun. Um, and there's supposed to be a new map coming out this summer. So like, I'm really excited about that, but yeah, it's an amazing game. If you want to, if you like any kind of like first person shooting, especially competitive stuff, not in like the fast and like crazy, like, uh, apex legends or Fortnite or, um, why am I having a brain fart on blizzards which is huge anyway um yeah it's not like that it's much more like you get shot once or twice you could easily die like there's a certain range where a headshot's gonna one shot you for you know every every weapon it's 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 a lot of fun awesome nice Robert what's your thoughts here well I've been thinking of it the whole time because I've been bouncing back and forth between like Grand Theft Auto 5 online uh, Breath mm. of the Wild, um, Rust. I've been playing a lot of that lately, and those are all games that you can just play over and over and over again. But I think the the ultimate game that you could play for the rest of your life would be Star Citizen. Ooh, yes, it, that's I, another. Good I think option. it's still in beta, and it's been like ten years or something. It <laughs> it's been like it's Actually, been like thirty-seven years. That's why I you can play for the rest of your life. Thirty dollars, isn't it? Yeah, technically still an alpha. Is it even? Who knows? Beta? But, uh, there's there's a uh, fleet weeks coming up yeah uh there's gonna be there's gonna be free to play uh so if you're listening to this if you have any interest in space games check out star citizen uh on the free weekend coming up sorry i didn't mean to step one there well is that the game where they were pre-selling ships and mm-hmm. stuff yes. like that and they're mm-hmm. touting that you can it's going to be in a massive Mm-hmm. like scale where it's not just like a planet you can visit but you can go to other galaxies and visit other planets is that the game yep since 2005 they've been saying that i don't know yeah i backed it on kickstarter some people have spent thousands of dollars on it and you have ships that are like the size yeah. of small I gave cities them like 50 dollars, and they were like this will give you the game and this ship and everything like that and over the next 10 years they're like well what you gave us kind of just gives you this keychain and now you have to actually spend more money <laughs> <laughs> you get a star what's, citizen keychain yeah what's crazy with it is even though it's in this like testing state like there's still a pretty decent amount of really fun stuff to do i love going and doing like investigation missions and like searching caves to find people for insurance companies and things oh, like wait that. this is something you can play yeah, oh now. it's ever evolving oh, absolutely it's yeah. oh, i it's, thought that game hadn't come out at all i thought that was the whole thing about it right, yeah it's, it's already it's already bigger than most complete games but it's <laughs> yeah, not it even really a beta yeah like they've made so much money off this game yeah so they've made 350 million dollars off this game and it's still in like alpha or beta because you can buy ships Mm. you can buy clothes you can buy anything in the game with real money and they keep upgrading they have a full team of people that are constantly upgrading and changing the game so everything gets more realistic more crazy like if you throttle too hard your ship will overheat so you can buy like coolers for your ship so they don't overheat um, I got friends that have full controls the... for it, like throttle, throttle, and everything for them. Can you leave the yes. ship? Oh yeah, yeah. Like I said, yes. one of the things I like doing is I'll go, I'll get a mission from an insurance company to go find somebody who's disappeared, and I'll go like spelunking into a cave. And after um, they've added bigger caves you can actually fly into too, but um, the ones I'm talking about, you have to like hop out and go into the cave one foot and like find the person's corpse basically because it's a life insurance policy that you're investigating for <laughs> and i like to double dip and while i'm there i'll do some mining wasn't minecraft in beta for for a ridiculous amount of time too yes okay that's what i thought and i think it was still Art. in beta when microsoft bought them i think you're right <laughs> Art, what's your answer here uh uh dr mario Ooh. just kidding um <laughs> Though, so though something quite repetitive uh, yet addicting like Tetris would be very appealing for something like this. But you actually stole my answer, which would have been Skyrim, because um, uh, I was jokingly going to see Red Dead Redemption Two, which <laughs> according to some lists I've seen, I was actually looking that The Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim is actually rated as one of the longest games around right now. Just the main arc and all the stuff with all the content, it's about two hundred and twenty-six hours plus to finish. But what I didn't really know, because I never paid attention in this, in this one I'm reading, is that essentially quests, like the side quests, the small ones, they regenerate. So it's technically endless. The main story arc will have its end, 
but you can always find jobs from the, the denizens and stuff in the area. So in that sense, it'll, it'll go on in perpetuity. Oh my God. Um, All this does is remind me of fallout four with the Minutemen, where every time you talk to Preston Garvey, (laughs) you know, you know, this, settlement needs your help yep. yeah exactly just oh, like for fuck's sake, i was just I there fucking cleaning up my God settlement damn it yeah. <laughs> all right let me warp back over there oh it's oh it's seven hours later and everybody's dead fuck <laughs> great yeah yeah i it's honestly i would have to say any of the bethesda games would really work for me whether it was <laughs> you know oblivion skyrim fallout 3 um fallout 4 what was the other one? It wasn't, it was, who did uh, New Vegas? Was that Obsidian or something? Yes, it was. Yeah, and, that was, you know. And they are both under the Xbox umbrella now. Mm. Both Bethesda and Obsidian. So mm-hmm. it's uh, interesting. Yep. yep. See what that means. But yeah, that would be my, uh, that would be my, I just have to, I have to echo back on Skyrim. Uh, or Grand Theft Auto Five. Those those two. That's Grand Theft Auto Five. just the regular game. I have had that game for years and I've never played enough of it to actually beat the game. So I know that I would be able to last on that game because I get sidetracked on doing all sorts of heinous shit in the city. So I know that would last for a while. So there you go. How would you score this, Kenny? This is an easy one for me um, because as I mentioned before, um, I was a big TIE fighter and a uh, X-Wing fan. And and so, uh, Wing Commander, an, an, another very good PC uh, space flight simulator game created by a guy named Chris Roberts. Chris Roberts. And uh, yeah, I uh, played that series quite diligently. And um, yeah, his newest game just happens to be called, what was it called, Robert? There's a about Star Citizen or... I don't know what Chris Roberts now. Star Citizen. Yeah, okay. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Star follow Citizen. you here. Yeah, yeah. Chris Roberts, creator of uh, Wing Commander. Is, so uh, we're going to give Robert the points here, guys. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. I don't know why I'm sorry. It's not like a matter, anyways. No. This actually they brings us. Robert, why don't you finish us off? I mean, out. Yeah, seeing how like my topic is like completely different than what you, how you guys have all your topics labeled <laughs> so this one's uh, basically you <laughs> could be like if you could code a video game what language right. would you use um, do you think twitch streaming is helping or hurting the gaming industry and why Ooh, that's interesting so like a lot of people get a lot of backlash on twitch for um like copyright things like that so they're saying that you know games should be um they should have to pay to play a game on stream um and then people are watching the video games instead of actually playing them and so that's losing revenue mm-hmm. for the video game companies and stuff like that and there's a whole bunch of different ways that people are saying that the streamers are taking away from the industry um, but i really see it as the industry is stronger because of streaming um, i've bought many a game because i saw someone playing it and was like that's cool games i would have never heard of i would have never played among us if it wasn't for streamers so I'll, I'll go ahead and jump in here and say that I absolutely agree with you. Well, I can understand why there might be concern over lost revenue because people aren't buying the game because they're watching something. But I, I get the like theory behind that. I can't agree with it, though. I absolutely disagree. I, I think anybody who's going to choose not to play a game because they're satisfied just watching someone play it on Twitch isn't the kind of person who is probably going to go buy the game anyway. If you're really a gamer and you watch someone play a game you like, you're going to go get the game. I do the same thing as a gamer. If I see something on Twitch that's really cool, like I, I, I make a note of it and like I, I go get it later. Like it's, it's free advertisement essentially. Like I don't understand why they would be against this. Uh, like I said, they can make the argument all they want about copyrights and things like that. And I guess technically they could try to take legal action, but they're just going to be shooting themselves in the feet. I completely agree. It's it it is free advertising. Like now, I don't I don't watch Twitch very much, if at all. But I am familiar with it. I mean, I've done the old school, the old fart version of it, where I just go on YouTube and I watch playthrough videos or at least just like gameplay videos. And mostly, that is just for me to determine if this is a game I'm going to want to play. Right. 
Um, I, I'm, I just haven't got into any of the rental or online, you know, systems like that. If I'm going to get a game, I'm just going to fucking buy it. And that's all that's going to be to it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a great opportunity for them to literally showcase their product at n- what I would say is no cost to them. As you've said, the only thing that, that there's that gray area of, you know, it's almost like saying, Hey, I'm going to have a Twitch stream or another stream where I'm watching movies and you see the movie and I'm talking through it. Now, MST3K did that, but <laughs> they paid money every time they did it for whatever old shitty movies they did it, you know, and that's why they stopped doing it. And now it's just riff tracks you add yourself. So there is that argument that, yeah, there's be, they're profiting with the, the, the base bone, the backbone, the base, you know, basing of their, their channel being just other people's content that they're engaging with. But at the same time, dude, the video game industry makes billions of dollars hand over fist. Anytime a fucking game comes out, they're beating Hollywood records with $500 million opening days and opening weekends. They can afford a little bit of boo-hoo-hoo money that they might (laughs) feel they're losing because someone's not going to play a game like one or two people, you know, that are just going to sit there and be content watching it. But as you said, you're right. If you're going to be content watching a game and not playing it, then you're not going to go buy it anyway. Probably you don't even own a system. So I agree. I think, I think it's actually helping the industry in that it's just great advertising. Um, and th- even though I haven't really watched the channels, that would be my assumption. I, I got to jump back in here for a second, actually, too, because I was just thinking about something else. Um, and you're talking about like the industry making billions of dollars and all this. And that's, that's definitely true for like the large AAA titles and things like that. But the people that's actually more important for to have Twitch streamers playing these games and things are the independent game uh, developers and like the small studios. It's a huge deal if you get a popular streamer to play your game on stream. That can sh- like shoot your sales through the roof compared to what you've been getting if you're a small company and uh, like like robert's talking about among us i think uh, right uh, that yeah. that was not a big game until people started playing it on streams and then it skyrocketed and made tons of money so i mean it, it's funny because it's free like to, to, to play it like on some platforms it's, it's where you have to pay for it on other ones but anyway it's, it's a hugely successful for it. yeah it's a hugely successful game now and they've made lots of money but before people started streaming it, not so much. So yeah, it was out for like two years before it got popular because of one person streaming it. Yeah. I mean, I can only use, you know, I can only talk from my own perspective here. I've, you know, I've watched some Twitch videos, you know, it's not my thing, but, but I have, but I know my son has, you know, when he's playing with YouTube kids at times and such, you know, he brings up, lego videos you know from like the video games and he'll actually use the strategies that he sees in there to actually beat these levels and such and he's like a five-year-old kid you know what i mean and and it's like you know you know it it doesn't change his enjoyment and i'm the same way too if i'm if i'm having a hard time you know you know with a boss battle or with a puzzle or something else you, you you know i (laughs) <laughs> yeah I, you, you you know i'm just going to come out and say it i will actually you ask your kid is that what you're going to say I, I i will ask my kid or i will look on youtube myself and watch these videos and it doesn't take away my enjoyment if i use these strategies Authors. or tips or tricks or yeah whatever to do it myself like you know what i, I mean? was gonna say so, you still have to execute the thing yourself anyway exactly exactly I used that shit for Duke Nukem 3D when I was playing through that again on PlayStation 4 half the time. I was like, what the fuck do I have to do here? I forgot. It's been years. It is kind of it it kind of reminds me of the argument being because you have some blowhards who say, well, if you're not playing a game on normal or a game on hard, you're you you shouldn't be proud of your achievement. Well, who the fuck cares what you think like you know what i mean if i'm playing and enjoying it you know whether it be on casual or insane difficulty that's what i care about you know what i mean i only play on hardcore (laughs) (laughs) but kenny isn't that the way you live your life as well yeah it's exactly how i live my life you you live in real you live in life mode and you play on life mode (laughs) (laughs) it's survival mode really but but no, but but 
but no, I, I, I mean, God bless these people who, who were making this great living, you know, whether it be doing Twitch or YouTube or whatever, did the, were the, were the Paul brothers, I'm talking about Logan and Jake Paul, were, no. were they YouTube celebrities or did they play games as well? And that's how they became famous. No, they were just YouTube. They didn't do any gaming. They're no. just famous for being famous. Okay. For being yeah, assholes. Yeah, douchebags. One of them's in a fight with Floyd Mayweather now. So, okay, that, that is beyond the point because it's not video game related. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, <kid. laughs> well, unless they make uh, a UFC video hat, game. Hat. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, but no, I, you know, I think it's awesome that, you know, that, that Twitch and YouTube and such has opened gaming up to so many people because lord knows if uh <laughs> lord knows if the 8-bit nintendo was around nowadays art talked about you know who framed roger rabbit earlier like i mean i i can only think i would be going to youtube for help with battle toads or help with the water level oh, and battle toads <laughs> i forgot about that toads. one or help with the water level and ninja turtles you know i mean so oh, so yes. Oh, yeah, back, back in the day, it was Nintendo like Power Magazine level. I know none of you guys beat Battletoads for Nintendo Ninja Turtles, Power. So don't even forget yes, Nintendo Power. Nintendo Power, that magazine. I remember walking into GameStop or whatever, and like picking that shit up and just like looking through it, trying to find the the info and the cheats <laughs> for free. Then it would have been the EB Games. EB, that's Babbages. what it was. It was oh, Babbage's. Yeah. Babbage's was. Oh, one, yeah. Babbage's! Do you, you're really taking me back that back down memory lane here, man. Jesus Christ, Just, Babbage's! I want to show how old we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's a question: Was Babbage's a national thing, or was that a Maryland thing? It has to be national. It wasn't yeah. in Florida. Okay, because I was going to say, like, four of us at least that I know of are Marylanders. So, I, I, Robert, I don't know if you're from where you're from originally. He's a Floridian. Florida. Yeah. Floridian. It wasn't in Florida. So, yeah. So, at least the four of us know there was Babbage's in the mall that we all went to. Mm-hmm. So, that's why I wonder. I thought it was, like, local. It's, like, just... But, dude, how, honestly, how could a store named Babbage's actually fucking Babbage's. succeed? Hey, Babbage's. Hey, hon, I'm I mean, going to go down there to Babbage's. Babbage's so I'm was get a computer programmer, Yeah, I'll say, there's, there's a good reason why it's he's called... A, he, I mean, he's a guy he's yeah he's got a name there's a reason it drives it. it drives art nuts whenever i talk about jujitsu during these podcasts but oh, here God. we go again oh, really another one <laughs> but I to bring I almost made it like we're like 53 minutes yeah, in but so close. but i do have to bring it up real quick just because one of my friends in jujitsu she she was telling me that she went to one of those stores um in the mod that or in the mall in the mod <laughs> in the mod in, eh in the mall. In the mall that sells like the the old consoles, old video games and such, and she found like a a rare Pokemon game that was only like one hundred cartridges in this color were released or something like that. And I mean, you know, that was a that was a hell of a find right there. It's it, it should be a it should make a nice little nest egg for her one day. Where's my uh, cool story, bro? Drop. <laughs> hey, Kenny, can you do me a favor? Can you just say yeah. very uh, placidly, "Cool story, bro"? Hey, cool story, bro. Right, perfect. You ready for some history, real quick? <laughs> oh, oh, drop, drop. We got some time for history. So, Babbage's is what is now GameStop today. <gasps> no oh, way! Yes, no oh, shit! Yeah. I knew this. Uh. And yep. so electronic, what happened to it? What about electronic boutique? So EB Games is what we had down here in Florida, and Babbage's bought EB Games. So wait, really? EB Games yeah. and Babbage's all became GameStop eventually? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Whoa. They are all the same thing. First of all, that's awesome to know. Secondly, so I didn't really <laughs> misspeak earlier when I said when I'd walk into GameStop. I just didn't know it was going to be yes. GameStop <laughs> at the time. Who else here has stock Dude, in, GameStop I, in GameStop? Uh, I did not get my stonk I did in GameStop yet. <laughs> I bought Commodore 64 games in Babbage's. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've yes. been shopping at GameStop since, what the fuck, uh, what, 80s? I don't know what the shit. Yeah, yeah so that's Babbage's where I would pick up my Sierra games. I'd remember picking up those mm-hmm. yeah. like little the little boxes. Little with boxes. Steve and then, like, yeah, it was like the little outside little thing. Little five and a quarters or three and a half yeah. or whatever they yep. were. Yeah. Oh, my, so heart so my heart hurts. <laughs> all right, all right. So let me score that one real quick. Um, 
I forgot who I was going to give the points to. Whiskey dick. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Tim wins because that avatar is awesome. <laughs> I mean, he, you guys We're can't smart. see it at this home. You, you can't see it at home, but he's got this CG like uh, avatar, and um, he keeps spitting on art, and it's awesome. Hey Tim, can you do me a yeah? Laugh, laugh like that again. Laugh one more time. Perfect. That will be the picture that we will use in our Facebook posts. Uh, Joe, I'll send that to you. It's disturbing, <laughs> and it's also going to be a great advertisement for our episode. Um, wow. So that was a that was a fun trip down number lane. So thank you everybody for joining for this this momentous occasion. Not a lot of uh, Tim, Robert, what? Not, you know, I'm just saying that that there were not a lot of arguments this time, which was fine. It was just a lot of fun. Yeah, that's true. Look at that scene. <laughs> you know what brings people together? Video games. Yep. Video I was games. actually surprised you didn't decide to play the heel, Joe, and literally just like you know go against everything Every anybody said. New game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be like. Yeah. No, I don't think that's good. I'm just going to talk about Final Fantasy the entire time. Aerith dies. I'm sorry. <laughs> Spoiler Spoilers. alert. Spoiler oh alert. God. Um, oh, God, what game is it? Um, there's one of the Mario games. Um, I think it's Smash Brothers. That, uh, that one of the new ones. You get stamps. And one of the stamps is, I think it's... Um, cloud stabbing peach or holding peach as if it's Aerith. that's awesome that's awesome wow if you guys didn't know cloud is in the new oh, smash brothers yeah Ooh. interesting so we're gonna end on that wow okay let's do it we're gonna end on that anybody have anything they want to share robert what would be your router of choice to let the world know <laughs> um for home use probably ubiquity you oh, jesus christ i've never heard of that <laughs> Is that, can you get that on Amazon? But, but you also have to remember, like, there's a difference between Wi-Fi and routers. Yeah. It's called so. Ubiquity, and you haven't heard of it. I find that very ironic. Oh, so wait. So so then would you say a Wi-Fi router? Is that what you'd say? Or how would you phrase it? Yeah. So for a router, I would go with Ubiquity. But for a wireless router, you would go with, you know, you got the net gear and stuff like that is the home use stuff. And I never recommend doing a, a wireless and router combination. So... Just cut that. Just cut that in post. What the fuck are we anyway, doing? Anyway, <laughs> I actually have some plugs if, uh, if we've got time. Look, if they listen this Airplugs. long, this is what they get. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, Look, seriously, people what the know hell? after the fourth topic, we jerk off into the microphones and then we play that god-awful <laughs> If they're here for the party, then they're here for the fucking party. They're like the cook addict that literally hey. the carpet with a comb. They're All ready. Right, the talent. So, so, the talent. so for the two people still listening, uh, I want to throw some things out there. We talked about some video game nostalgia yeah. and things like that. So I wanted to mention my friend Chris's podcast. It's called Games We Grew Up With, where he basically talks about various different games he grew up with, uh, kind of scores them with his like rose-tinted glasses of nostalgia, and then goes back and replays them and then compares his, his <laughs> new score to his old score. It's a great, great listen. Go, go and listen to that. Um, the other is actually my game development business. So I wanted to, to plug that real quick. Uh, Mountain Goat Games. You can uh, check us out, mountaingoatgames.com. Um, I tend to post uh, content on all of my uh, you know, social accounts, uh, twitter.com slash mntngoatgames, uh, or on Instagram or Facebook, mountaingoatgames, just spelled out. Will there be nudity in these games? Uh, none of the ones I'm working on right now, no. Well, unless you count um, non-human creatures, because you know there will be naked animals, I suppose technically. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we'll make sure. Well, we'll certainly try to have Joe put that in the show notes. Um, all right. Well, I guess that's it. So, uh, Robert, Tim, thank you very much for coming along on this journey, mm -hmm. uh, listeners. If you made it this far, you get a uh, trophy of achievement for. <laughs> listening through all this asinine shit um until next time i got the blues i got the blues i've 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 got the blues God. Again. Oh, that was disappointing. <laughs> oh, that was...
Ugh. play this on piano. Wow, I did not know you could play piano. I can't. This is the only song I know how to play on piano. <laughs> <laughs>